there comes a time when you have to take off your kitty pants and put on your dad pants. Without dad pants. Without dad pants. And we can't cook pork well. Without dad pants. And when a young dad I know listens to this shitty show, he shouldn't believe a word we're saying. Not a word he's saying. Hello, everybody. It's the season finale. Series finale? Season. Which one is it? Season or series? Uh, series. I, th- I think I used to know. But, season, uh, isn't it? Season. Season. Wow, season. Hope Davey and Dan's not listening. <laughs> unless this, unless this is it. We're not doing this anymore? <laughs> oh, you weren't in the yeah, Is this the last one ever? Oh, <laughs> Have we enlightened okay. everyone? This is it? Like, we've, we've done all our, our work here is done. I, well, I think we imparted everything we knew a while ago. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, though, my, my so is somebody who's who's brought a pet cricket along to the, <laughs> yeah, or who's uh, got recording. a fidget? A fidget I really toy sorry, or it's something. I'm sitting, I'm, I'm sitting here with a cable tie, and <laughs> oh, I, re- I put it around my hand and <laughs> timed it, okay. and then went, oh shit, that was a really <laughs> bad move, and, and currently first, trying to extract it. Please, and the, um, you know. Maybe I could just tighten a little bit more. Just, <laughs> just save the BDSM for after the yeah. podcast. That's all right. Just get a Stanley knife and just start cutting away from the outside yeah. in. Yep. <laughs> That's the best way to go. No, look. Yeah. I'm we're, totally we're done for the year, but we, we might come back and do a Christmas special because that's what people do. Don't they? We love Christmas. Christmas. And we love Christmas. How good's Christmas? <laughs> well, hang, keep that powder dry. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not all of us love Christmas. We'll just let that sizzle. Dun, dun, dun. There. Uh, how are we dads? Now, oh, sorry. Yeah, Monty's not here yet. We say yet. We assume he's coming. He's having yeah. some baby dishes, which um, yeah. is pretty fitting for the final show, don't you think? He's being a dad, and this is what we kind of explain. And he was, he was, I think he was, a, and I'm not saying that he deserves it, but he was a little <laughs> bit smug in the first couple of oh. post-baby episodes about... Wow. Um, Child yeah. going to sleep and everything's going really well. And oh yeah, I think it's you know it's pretty simple. We're gonna have no problems here. It's gonna be straightforward. And it's <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, wow, think... Schadenfreude corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not the Schadenfreude panel. Sorry, I'm so Schadenfreude. It's just I think that it, I absolutely feel for him. I think that, mm. it, but it, as you say, it's very appropriate. I yeah. think it is Schadenfreude. I've had similar experiences where new parents tell me everything's going well and they've got it all sorted. And it's because of how well you know they're prepared. And and then yeah, yeah. A few weeks later, you, they look like they've stuck their proverbials in a light socket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about uh, while we're waiting to see if he comes? What about any fatherly tidbits from you fellows? Who's got anything they want to get off their dad chest? Can I, can I ask? And, uh, uh, the dad chest is actually the same as your normal chest. Except, yeah. You know. It's a bit groupier. Slightly man boob. in the shed. More man boob, probably. Than a bit more side man boob. Yeah, yeah I've, got a, I've got a dad question for you uh, because 
I was talking to year 12 students about advice that they got from their parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one of the students said their dad had told them uh, that wherever you live, you should always be able to break into your own house. And I thought, interesting. let me ask the dads if you could, if you can break into your own house as a skill to have. Yeah, I could, I reckon. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have any dramas with that. The fact that I live in a country town and it's we don't really <laughs> everything's locked up very tight and secure. But um, yeah, there are, there are, there is one point of egress which I will keep under wraps. Mm-hmm. This feels like a loaded egress. question, Matthew. Are you actually trying to get us to reveal our hidden portals? Into our houses. Just... <laughs> Do you have a portal? That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to extract my password Dad on Facebook by asking my, what was your first pet? <laughs> Where did you first work? What's your father's maiden name? Oh, my father's dear. maiden name? Your father's maiden name. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the That's name of the new Modern society. Let's not assume society. anything, all right? No, of course not. Don't, yeah. don't you get your turfness all over me, boy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So There's sorry. only one kind of turf I, I, on here in this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Belligerent, Rich. Early. Yeah. I know. I'm, I, but it's. I, it's I'm, look, I'm. I'm just going to put it out there and say I'm a little bit giddy, shall we say? And Ooh. it's been a while because I've pretty much got everything done for the year. So I've knocked off some very big ticket items over the last month or so, and the last mm. one has it's just been feeling. slotted in, and so. Oh. Got a had a knocked over the best part of a bottle of um, homemade red, um, courtesy that? of Joe the Fruiterer. And, yes. um, not your homemade yeah. red. No, no, not mine. No, this is we got we got plenty. There's heaps of awesome Italians around here, and they do lots of. We've got homemade limoncello, homemade pickles, and homemade red is a big thing going around. And they you just kind of slots it into my fruit box, Ooh. <clears throat> and. Um, <laughs> And yeah, but um, so a little bit giddy. I will try and bring it down a notch, but um, oh, please don't. No, I don't. Yeah, it's, no, I need, like I like need, giddy belligerent Ellis. You need something a bit extra for the last episode, so it may as well be yeah. you just. Well, I'm just kind of excited. Everything's kind of yeah. You know what that means, though, Ellis. You know what it means. You, you. It sounds like your professional life. You've ticked off all these boxes, so you know that tomorrow your wife will present you with the house list. Yes. Well, it's funny Dad you say list. that. We oh. had the um, we've had the hot water service blow up mm. literally this morning, um, so that's been done and replaced. But it seems to have affected all of the taps, so everything is linking at the moment. Oh, so I think I'll be going around with the old, pressure issue. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I, like it's come on, it's come on incredibly hot. I'll put it that way, mm. and um, so I'll be going around and getting getting the old. Um, tight seal washers going i think that there was an older couple living here earlier yeah and they had the soft the soft turns and i don't think that they they've held up under the under the strain mm. so we might have to get something a little bit more heavy duty more ellis I, I just urge you to have caution when it comes to old taps i've had mm. two both the front and back outdoor taps explode uh whilst i tried to fix them because they were leaking and then as soon as i Went to turn. They obviously hadn't been touched in twenty years. And as soon as I went to turn, both of them either snapped or, like the whole washer system, exploded out. And they. I really appreciate the caution. Emergency plumber calls are not. Yeah, 
what no. I wanted. Well, I, I was really relieved. I was really relieved the hot water service happened on a Tuesday morning. Like that yes. is just amazing without holidays anywhere nearby. Normally it would happen on yeah. Easter Thursday <laughs> at, at nine yeah. o'clock. Yeah. And you know, you're not going to get anyone out until uh, at anything less than quadruple time the following yes. Tuesday. So that was, that was, that was, I, I felt blessed. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to have your hot water go, that's the time for it to happen. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, this is our first house. And so normally when you're renting, I used to try and fix things sometimes. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It's ridiculous. This is not my stress. I don't care. Someone so I, I kind of, I, I figured out how to do it, but never actually did it. Cause I thought uh, if I stuff it up, I'm in big trouble. But that's now right. I'm like, yeah, I'll go around and I'll give it a crack. So stay tuned for the Christmas episode. Uh, <laughs> Alice's house is exploding. Alice underwater, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to run some piping to that uh, cubby house that you... Oh, no, hang on. That's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, the cubby house wow. is in Fiji. Um, What's wrong with that? Yeah, Who cares? yeah that's right. <laughs> oh, that's no, been can... a bit of a, a financial stress on that. I'll tell you what, because yeah. we got a great deal, living the dream, great deal on the holiday. And then, you know, have to get kids' passports, fair enough. Yes. Then then wonderful, beautiful wife just remembered that she happens to be a UK citizen. So now we have to get a re-entry visa for her. So oh, Jesus. We're, out for, we're, out for, we're out for 800 just on immigration. Mm. And then you've got to get COVID tests now as well. And you've got to pay right. for these ones. You can't, unless you're saying, and this is, the, I reckon that they're going to say, well, you know, unless she's presenting with symptoms. I reckon if you turn up and say you've got symptoms and try and get a free one, they're going to say, oh, you're not allowed to travel because you turned That's up right. with symptoms. <laughs> so they're, they're 150 a pop. And then wow. on the back. Oh, my God. The, Wait, the is that, is that there Fiji. and back? And well, the ones in Fiji are 300 a pop. So we're, we're looking at a good extra, extra two, two big ones we're dropping down on top of everything else before we've even left the ground. So buyer beware at the moment. COVID travel is yeah. not a cheap thing. It's worth every penny, don't get me wrong. Um, who's who's doing those? To dad whinge. Yeah. It's the... He's going to Fiji and it's annoying him. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> what, but seriously, Great who does bait. the test? Is that run by the airlines? Because that would be some nice price gouging that they could... Oh, no, it's done, it's done by the same pathology. It has to be done by the same pathology right. groups. But as I say, because they and because you can't present a um, a text message, you need to have a an actual certificate to say that you've tested clear within the last seventy two hours prior to right. your flight. Jesus. And same with the wow. one at the other end, like to get back into Australia. So they've got like they're very they're pretty pretty tight on what they're expecting. So as I say, the the thought did cross my mind of oh you know you just turn up and say. <laughs> I think I might have some symptoms, but then as soon as you want your test clear, you're fine. But if you turn up saying you've had symptoms, I think that might be, that might come back and bite you in the bum. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus. Anyway, well, that's my, that's my price gouging whinge. Yeah. Well, well, I wish, wish this segment had started earlier in the year. <laughs> have it every week. Um, <laughs> I'll bring it along. I'll bring it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, now, as the son of an electrician, I'd be interested in your your take on this, guys. As a son of an electrician, I'm less worried about dealing with electrical problems than I am water problems. Water problems really stress me out and worry me, or plumbing problems, etc. But mm. le- much less so than anything electrical that needs looking at. Is that mm. am I an outlier there, or I think so. I get I get yeah, very I wary about electricals. I think the plumbing is essentially water-based Lego 
you can mm-hmm. kind of and, and and plumbers even treat it like that like if and I think that working in hospitality, we, where I spend a lot of time under sinks and sorting out dishwashers and jerry-rigging things up on a Thursday night before Easter Sunday because the boss wasn't happy to get a plumber out to try and fix your ice machine for the weekend and you've managed to sort something out, I'm much more comfortable dealing with the plumbing land mm. than I am with the electrical land. Yeah. But what's pushing the water up the pipes? <laughs> How's yeah, it get up point. there? Pressure yeah. pushing down a mirror. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I I think it comes down to Buckland that the worst thing that's going to happen to me is I'm going to get wet rather than yeah. dead. Yes. Oh, yeah. But no, and same about, with my family. What about as fucking well, up some pipes that you can't get to? That's yeah, yeah, no, I, worry. If you if you're getting to that point, I think it's time to call a plumber. Like if you're needing to yeah. dig up your front yard <laughs> and you could, you know, and you're going to put a shovel uh, through your sewage pipe, then I think it's time to call a plumber. Yeah. Um, yeah. But whereas, yeah, I, I'm I'm the same. Like that electrical, <laughs> just maybe, maybe. Oh, it jumps, it jumps, Buckland. Yeah, I it understand jumps. that. But, but maybe I'm <laughs> less worried about the electrical because if I stuff the job up, then I won't be around to deal with the shame. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of electrical stuff are you doing yourself? See, I know that because I got like we've got we've got like just like you know Tony's family's plenty of tradies. And he's a sparky. He refuses to. He's a. His license is expired, and he refuses to do work for his family because his license is expired. He's. I'm not a licensed electrician. Yeah. I refuse to do it. Like he's really, really adamant that you know you don't touch anything unless you're a licensed sparky. Yeah. So no. I'm not having a go at you. I'm just worried. I'm just interested to hear what. No, Buckland, are you showing your Sparky's license as a text message? <laughs> it's, it's on my COVID check-in app, just a flash of people whenever I go in anywhere. No, I'm not claiming to be a Sparky. I'm just saying that the no, idea of it, the idea of it is less worrisome than water for some reason. We've probably spent enough time on um, me, my electrical v water concerns. Let's move to some real meaty issues. We go, you always try and do it, but I'm not going to let you get away with it. Last week. You teased something and said, well, that's a story for another day. Well, this is another day. So we're going to have that story. You, I, I mentioned uh, petrol mowers and you said you had a, a petrol mower story. Well, actually, Buckland, I've got an electric whippersnipper story. Oh. Now, I... Can I'm sorry, from electric. Can clarify, is this corded or battery? Battery. Battery, okay. Yeah. Now, like, even I wouldn't. Even I looked out on corded. That's ridiculous. Oh, come, well, come on, Mister. You, you get a flymo out there any day of the week, but <laughs> any <laughs> any time I think of corded electrical um, lawn equipment, I get nervous because I put a hedger through a yeah, right. uh, right. through a power cable at one stage. Oh, I did that <laughs> while I was on a ladder. Oh, I did that exact same thing. <laughs> Oh my god! And and it shut down the entire house. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. It was um. It was one of the more, and pardon the pun, but it was quite shocking. In in just in in the that sense moment. that I was absolutely fine. Yeah. But when everything stops and you realise what you've done, <laughs> fifteen years earlier, it would have yes. been a very different story. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I that, just um, had. Folks are somewhere right from. <laughs> it just echoing through my head after I'd done it. It was just that, oh, shit. So what do you want um, to tell us about this? So well, can I, I, I'm just going to stop you there. So, Wiggins, you've got a, a battery-powered 
whippersnipper. Is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. What, what, so I have a petrol-powered whippersnipper and I have a petrol-powered Correct. mower. But <laughs> Correct. my petrol whippersnipper, which is a uh, one-pull start, guaranteed, didn't start, right? So I had to borrow a battery-powered whippersnipper because it was the only one that was available available to me at the time. And as is my want, I do not like to half-job the lawn, right? So I'd, I, I wanted to do the edges before I actually mowed the lawn, couldn't do the edges. Uh, now, I know this is blasphemy, but it was really good. Yeah, no, and I was able to do all bad. the edges. Oh, I don't, I don't think it's blasphemy, but I think that you need to. And this is the thing with battery-powered whippersnippers: you need to have a good, decent one. Yes, now, it, ha- yeah, this is, it has to be. And like, unfortunately, you're looking at brushless. You're looking at at least a decent. It still needs to have the double the double spindle on it. Like, you know, you can't get away. I, I had a Ryobi one, like yep. just the Ryobi one, the basic model. Yeah. And I, I literally snapped it in half because it was just sending me insane yeah. <laughs> trying to do the edges with it. It's okay for when you're trying to get under, like, you know, your, your general, your whippersnipping per se, but any kind of edging, anything else, it's just yeah. a nightmare. Yeah, mean, as soon as you're do trying you mean to... you broke it in, in the, in the it was so flimsy it broke, or did you I literally break I it over your legs? and snapped it in half over my knee because <laughs> I was <laughs> like, this is the most ridiculous piece of shit I've ever used in my life. And it was that thing of, you know, we went down the Ryobi 1 plus path. Yep. And so, and that was like the first thing I bought with it. And so everything else has kind of followed along with it. Yep. And that everything else has been fine. But that one thing was just, it was, it was terrible. It is a terrible piece of equipment. Sorry, Ryobi. I endorse your drills and um, vacuum. Blowers. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, they're and all the good. Like. But, yeah, no way. All right. It was well, never I- terrible. Uh, it does beg the question, though, um, and I'm sure this will cause a bit of debate. And I have heard this discussed on the Hello Sport podcast before, which uh, for any uh, Aussie listeners interested in sport, very good, funny Aussie sport podcast. They uh, nick a little bit from Roy and HG sometimes, but if you look past that. Who doesn't? Yeah, who um, would do that? <laughs> It's, it's pretty good, but um, yeah. they, did, they did have a debate, and which your comment before reminded me of. You you edge then mow rather than mow then edge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like colouring in stew. Like you do all you around the, the edges seams. first. You've got to get the seams right, yeah. and then you can just go hell for leather through the middle. It's like doing, it's like jam and cream on scones. Well, you guys must have a level of mowing confidence I don't have. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm worried about is if I, if I, if I whip a snip first and then mow, what if there's a little bit of a miss with the whippersnipper first time round that I can't reach with the mower, then I've got to pull the whippersnipper out again. I'm doubling, mm-hmm. double snipping. You'll learn, Buckland. You'll learn. I told you I've got a tricky backyard. See, it's not as it's not a square. Section five B needs guys, it. Yeah, that's right. Guys, it's not a square. I can you, just do do, do yeah, go I on understand. autopilot. 
It's difficult. Can we my, my somehow... front yard has six sections, so I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, can it's can very... I or can I suggest the next time I, some coordinated mowing between Ellis and Buckland, mm-hmm. where they play some kind of lawn battleship, <laughs> if they could grid up the lawn? <laughs> I thought you were going to say lawn lawn dueling banjos or something. All right. Get the whippersnipper. That was battery powered. All right. All right. So, Matt, you don't have a lawn, but would you would you always snip before mowing, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, again, I don't have a lawn, but why, I'm why from a long... such a lawn a outlier? Lawn. Yeah. But yeah. I'm from a... I'm from a... I'm from a a lawn mowing background. Oh, so you are too. So it's yeah. it's kind of it's the irony is I don't have a lawn, but it's what yeah. I grew up with. It's kind it of matter. it doesn't matter. It's in your blood. Would, yeah, it's would, in my blood. I'm trying to deny it. I'm trying to move away and never have a lawn again. But but would, you, you know, would your dad I, be having palpitations listening to me talking about mowing yeah. first, then sniffing? I don't know. I can't. I actually don't know. I'm going to have to ask him. Yeah, um, I don't, think I don't, I don't know. Listen to you saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he disowned me if I ever came home and suggested that I'd mowed first and then snip second. I see. Off off the top of my head, I would suggest that he would have mown first, but I don't know. That's not something I ever thought about. But I would definitely. I'd I'd certainly do the edges first. Obviously, but the attraction of of mowing second is obviously you can collect up all your snippings in your yeah in your mower. I understand that. But still, just the idea. Maybe you're right, Buckland. Maybe it is just a flex game. It's like just a, a, this is how confident I am in my lawn mowing abilities. I've never really thought about it. I've just always, it's just what you did. Well, you know what? I'm going to move on from that. Talking (laughs) about your family, Richard. Mm. I've had a bit of uh, correspondence to the Dad Pants podcast. and Not Dad, was it? No. (laughs) And, and, you know, a theme of the last few episodes has been Monty being a psychopath dropping stuff in other people's bins. So, um, Nathan Ellis, your brother, had something to say about that. He says, just like to say, some F-wit, no, wait, let's call them some fuck W, has put (laughs) multiple bags of nappies into our bin and it was brought back in at a reasonable time after I got home from work. My normal waste bin does not get collected for two weeks now with baby poo in it. Oof. Not really. <laughs> it's not really a question. It's just he, he heard that we changed to dad whinge. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a new level of, like, fuckutery. Like, fuck-utery. that's. Yeah. What a, what a fuckutery. You're bored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, like waiting, like they've waited until someone, until the bin's been collected mm. before chucking in their nappy shit. Like that's, that's psychotic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm well, upset. I'm very we're living upset. In a, we're living in a society, people, and you just don't recognise that. Oh, do we do we assume Nathan wants some advice on how to what to do about this? I mean... Well, burn that bin, first yeah. of all. Is there any way of... Uh, are we going to have to start putting CCTV cameras on our bins? Is that what's going to have to start happening now? Should he ha, has he got a chest freezer that he can um, wrap those nappies up in and freeze them prawn head style until two weeks from now? 
Oh, well, I don't think. No, I'd be I think that's a bad idea. Bad idea. Okay, fair enough. I'll just if you're going to freeze them, the only thing you do with them is send them through the front window of the person when you find out who it is. <laughs> you put them in the freezer till they rock hard yep. and send them Nappy through gun. the front window. Yeah. <laughs> Nappy gun. Oh God. <laughs> so sorry. Um, just just because because we just did mention the word charcuterie. Um, there is a there is a trend this Christmas moving away from gingerbread houses to uh, charcuterie chalets, which is basically just meat and biscuits and cheese and um, breadsticks and little tidbits. So I would highly recommend any of our listeners out there to, to search for a charcuterie chalet and put that on your Christmas feast menu because they look amazing, full of meat and cheese and bread. Oh, Happy hours delight. Unreal. Does anyone actually like gingerbread? Really? What is it? Uh, I like gingerbread. It's delicious. Okay. But that's a yes. It, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. I think it I think if you're making it from scratch, it's probably delicious, but most of it's just storeboard is cardboard, yeah. really. Oh, Aldi, oh, it's Aldi. cardboard with icing, yeah. Maybe because mm. I got an Audi uh one last time. <laughs> bit yeah. Nasty. Uh, the other piece of correspondence we've had is from Christopher Savile, who simply says, I want a dad pants T-shirt. Oh, um, so, yeah. Oh, well, so, Christopher, what would you like on this T-shirt? Yeah, good question. I, I plan to get around to doing some T-shirts. Currently jobless, so that's not high up my priority list. Uh, but uh, I thought it'd be top of your priority list. Yeah, no. What else do you do? Nothing else to do. Fucking hell. T-shirts. This could be an insane two dollars per sale. No, that's okay. In your back pocket, that's, there, Buckland. I'm, I'm more worried about after you've shared it fifty cents each. Okay, I'm more worried about my wife going. Um, What's this, you know, $300 <laughs> charge on our bank account? Oh, some people wanted some dad pants shirts, so I, felt like I had to get them made and sent out across the country. Um, no, hey, we can send him around across the world. He's, you know, he's got time. Yeah. It will happen at some point, Christopher. But you know what doesn't cost anything and can happen almost instantly? You giving us an iTunes review. How about that? Mm. All right. Oh, we've got a couple of topics here. We could we could possibly uh, go on to. For we've been we've been waiting to talk about kids' birthday parties for a while. Did anyone want to have a chat about that? Did anyone have a, a, a an angle to take with that? I I the, I think that the reason that it came up originally is that I took my nine year old to a birthday party where every single student from her class was invited mm. so oh. there were about 26 kids invited and i thought oh is, is there a, a, a cap you should be putting on kids birthday parties or is that is that telling us something like why, why are you inviting every single member of your class that seems yeah, excessive at yeah. nine years old you'd think you would have whittled down yeah, that's strange. Sure. Nine seems nine seems. I think five, maybe. Like you know, if you've got a, a small under twenty kindergarten class, and you just kind of invite everyone with the expectation that maybe mm. you know seventy percent might turn up on a good day. Mm. Yeah, then that's politics, kind of fair. Though, right? it's, yeah, well, well I think it, kindergarten yeah. is. I'm going to invite every single person that I've ever met. Yes, to my birthday party. That's what happens. 
But at nine, it was like, I found it kind of off-putting. I was like, why is everyone from this class here? Surely they don't all like each other. Is it, is it a small school? <laughs> like, do they have consistently no? the same classes the whole time? Or this is like a brand new class and everyone in that class, regardless of their previous relationships, are all at this party? Well, it was kind of like the end of, you know, halfway through the year or something. So yeah. it was, oh, I don't think it was. Still finding long. themselves. Still finding themselves, Exactly. It was un- unusual, and I thought, well, like, what's what would you cap? You got a nine-year-old's birthday party. You got to have a cap on that, surely. You can't have twenty-six nine-year-olds. Is it a flex? Yeah, that- oh, I don't think it's a flex. flex. I, I think I th- that's a that. I think it's a call for inclusivity. That's a stretch. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's a stretch. Or is it yeah. fear of fear of like it's it's kind of bullying to exclude yeah. people? Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. I think our council, council culture has forced this upon this poor family. They feel the they don't want to feel the wrath of those keyboard warriors suggesting <laughs> that they dare exclude any child from their kids' party. And I, for one, will stand up for their rights to invite who the fuck I want to my kids' party. All right. Well, here's here's a question. Let's say you got a class of twenty, and your kid mm-hmm. gets on with pretty much everyone, but yeah. you know you don't want to invite twenty. Yeah. How many can you exclude before it doesn't look like you're just excluding particular people? Right. Yeah. So you, you can't go, all right, there's 20 go, kids in this class. I'm inviting 19. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can only invite 10 for the sake yeah, of not 10. looking like you're picking I think so, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I think 10, anything less than that, and you're really starting to put on some, you're living in the danger zone. Yeah. <sighs> oh, geez. I was about to live in buddy. In the well danger zone. I was going to say six. I was going yeah. with six. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. I think, yeah, I think, I think less 10 is and better. Under. 10 and under. Yeah, is less good. is better. Yeah. Less yeah. is better. Anything it more also than depends. 10. It depends where, like the flex that you said before, Buckley, it depends on where you're having the party. So if it's just out, this was just outdoors at, at a park, then it's not as much of a flex as if it was something where nah. you're paying oh, money see, for that's, head. See, yeah, that's not. See, yes, the, that, the, the outdoors park party. That's more uh, of a you, you need to really. And, it's filler. That's what they're looking for. It's, it's almost play date. Looking for filler. Yeah. Yeah. That's borderline play date as opposed to party. Yeah. yeah. That's you, play date with a snack. That's not a party. <laughs> it's play date with a cake. <laughs> play date with a snack. Uh, now, all right. Here's another hot take, if you like, and I'm, I've mentioned this before, but you know, I, I want to reinforce it out there for everyone listening my strong opinion is speaking of flexing party flexing my strong opinion is that if you're organizing a big fancy party for a kid that's under say four or five you're just flexing on the other parents yeah that the uh, kid- see we had we had one for tilly because we were moving away from Wollongong, and she had like she had some close friends from kinder like preschool and stuff and we invited like she had like eight or nine friends and we invited family and stuff like that, expecting that no one would come. Right. And then everyone came. And of course, when you invite the kids at that age, their parents come as well and siblings yeah. come as well. And so it ended up being, we thought, oh, you know, we'll have like 10 kids. It ended up being like 20 kids plus siblings plus parents. Plus so parents, we had like 50 yes. kids and it was okay, but it was just that thing of that got out of hand very quickly without us really considering the yeah. consequences. I guess we're talking actions. about number of people plus fanciness yeah. and level yeah, of. Well, level I think a flex, a simple, a simple flex, especially when they're young, 
especially when they're babies. I remember going to like one-year-old, two-year-old's birthday parties. The flex is the smash cake, right? Oh, yeah. Like here's your, but we, we made a birthday cake everyone's going to eat, but here's a cake that my one-year-old's just going to grab and smash into their face that I just made separate. And it's a decorated cake as well, mm-hmm. just for them to destroy it's with their hands. Yeah. yeah, like Homer's cake that he's yeah, yeah. ruin. I yeah, exactly right for you to destroy. I the first time I saw that, I, I felt like just you know doing the magatu and just saying, I feel like I've taken crazy pills. Has everyone lost their minds? What is going on? Why is this fine? Uh, yeah. <laughs> But who's with me? Like, isn't he like, you know, the kid's not going to remember until they're four or five. Who remembers anything before the age of four or five? It's not, they, they kids' parties, be, anything three and would, under is for the family and yes, the parents. Yes. But they, they would be equally excited in front of a PlayStation with, you know, a few cupcakes. Yeah, but you, you could just tell them like any random day is their birthday, here's a cake. And <laughs> hooray. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's the easy thing as well. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting for the day that we go through the photo albums and George sits there and asks, why has Tilly got all these birthday parties? <laughs> well, we didn't have a camera year. then. We forgot the camera. Oh, we had oh, you were, Mum kept forgetting yeah. the camera. That's uh, what happened. So, oh. so this last year we had said at the beginning of the year that each of our children would be able to have a birthday party. Because it's not something that we usually do. Like we, we'd probably have a you know like a family get together, and that'd be about it. But this year, Harvey's in March. Louis, are you uh, saying this coming year or the years? No, say? sorry, twenty 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 one. So this year just yeah, passed. Yeah, yeah. So Rosie's in Feb, Harvey's in March, and Louis in August. So the first two parties, no dramas at all. Louis comes around. Oh yes, of course. Lockdown. Lockdown. Mm. COVID party. COVID party. Birthday boy. Birthday boy. There was a bunch of them. There was a bunch of them. And one of the stranger ones was Louis got into So Louis wasn't Louis wasn't too fussed, but it was sad for him because this was going to be birthday party year and he didn't get one. So uh, is that it? Have you said to him? No, I'm sorry. Sorry, buddy. You missed out. You had your chance. You missed out. Yeah, it was this year. The, um, no, he, he gets he gets one next year. He's already he's already written that in oh, his contract. They're talking about a new variant though. So yeah. <laughs> it's, an August, um, it's an August variant. But the best thing was is that one of his uh schoolmates was having a birthday party around the same time, and they decided to do a a Zoom party for him, which we thought was, oh, you know, that's a great idea. What that that is absolutely awesome. Hmm. So we organised, you know, to to be ready at that time. And you know, Lou was logged into the Zoom. Um, everyone logged in. They sang happy birthday, and shut it down. <laughs> it literally went for about eight minutes. Wow. How fair. do we feel about that? To well, be fair, hang on, hang on, and hang to on. Be stop, fair, stop, done... stop, stop, stop. Answer that question after this I'm break. watching the clock. That's right. <laughs> okay, so. Fresh are the flowers scenting the air. Fresh is the feeling of wind in your hair. Fresh is the flavour of alpine. Fresh is the mist that drips from a fountain. Fresh is the rush of skis down a mountain. Fresh is the flavor of our pine. Fresh.
Fresh is the thrill of a strange new city Fresh is the moment he tells you you're pretty Fresh is the spray of a cool waterfall Fresh are the times when you're having a ball Fresh is the flavor of Alpine The flavor of Alpine A blend of mild tobacco and menthol Giving you flavor and freshness Refreshing your taste Fresh is the flavor of Alpine. Medical authorities warn that smoking is a health hazard. Every day there's so much to do. City living catches up with you. You gotta work and sleep and socialize too. No time to think in this human zoo. Weekends up and you shine the car. Listen to the radio, your favorite pop star Must escape from the sheep in the streets Bye-bye, find someone you like and hit the town Hey babe, it's a beautiful day Fill up the tank and we're on our way But we gotta look after this escape machine So we go for the petrol that's nice and clean about the abrupt end to that first half. We are expert clock watchers, as as you all know. Now, Ben had told us that his son's birthday Zoom had a bit of an abrupt end to it. And Richard, you had thoughts. I did, because, um, and I feel very sorry for the Paul Lane question, but um, having run multiple multiple, multiple Zoom meetings for children within this age group and younger, Mm. I do have certain sympathies and it does say, it it sounds like a a good idea and it sounds like it's something which doesn't need preparation, but they need to be entertained. They're looking at a screen Mm -hmm. and kids need to have something going on. And I've got to say that Tilly had a very similar situation. She had a young fellow at her school who, you know, he had his party and it was cancelled and then it was like we thought, oh, one more week and then it was cancelled the next week. And what the mum did, she actually came around to the house with and dropped in the letterbox because everyone wasn't allowed to go in or anything. But she dropped in the letterbox a series of clues and then ran a treasure hunt mm. on Zoom with from our house. So Tony went to the letterbox and got out all of the, the envelopes and then they were put in like just very sent, reasonable places around the house like, the sock drawer and the washing basket and all the way around the house. And so, um, and then, so yeah, they had this zoom treasure hunt. So they'd go and grab a clue and then come back and everyone would sit down and they'd read it all together. You know, they're kindy kids. So they had the opportunity to sit and read it all. And then, Oh, this is what the next clue is. And they'd all run off to find the next clue and they'd all come back and read the next one together. That was really cool. That was a really, really good little experiment. And then the final clue led her out to the letterbox where she got like a little bag of lollies and stuff. It oh, was cool. a really lovely little, Lovely little um, Zoom um, party if you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think think the lesson is definitely be prepared. Mm. Um, Things online, you can't, kids, 
have very high expectations as soon as things appear on a screen. <laughs> yes. I think that's that's tremendous advice, Ellis. And they took Absolutely. all the dillies out of that sock drawer, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Most of them. Most. Okay, good. Most of them. That's all right. You can, you can allow a slide dilly here and there. <laughs> on the screen, it's a slide dilly. There's nothing, nothing, nothing like a slight dilly. Uh, Dad, why have you got a rocket ship in your drawer? <laughs> I mean, no, that's it's for the pool. It's for the pool. Uh, and so tell us how he felt after that, Ben. Well, Lou was sort of fine. It was Linz and I that just sort of, oh, you know, yeah. he, he was up. just sort of like, oh, okay, no worries. And the funny thing was, was that Lou jumped off that Zoom and then just got into another chat with his two best mates. Like, you know, three minutes after, right. he's in a completely separate chat um, with his mates. And Linz and I were sort of, Sat there looking at each other, going, "That was super quick. Like, is did, did something happen?" And Lou was like, "No, no, we just sang him happy birthday. He cut the cake. We left." That's, I reckon they should just bring that into real world kids parties. <laughs> Turn up, sing happy birthday. birthday. See you later, everyone. Oh, okay. Here's a present. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of like being rude, rude to people, mind the deal on your way out. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, grab it from the bowl. Uh, when, when. I'm trying to think how old. I think when Violet was five or six, Juz's mum was always like, why are these parents sticking around? It was always a bugbear of hers of just, we're having this party. It's for the kids. Now there's parents. I have, we have to provide them with coffee and, and give them a piece of cake. I'm over it. So I think it was when she was six, she just decided, no, nah, just tell them, you know, tell on the invite, invite say, you know, drop feel free to drop off your kids. And she said, and then that'll stop them. We said, no, some parents will just stay. And so she made a point of when the parents wow. stayed of giving all of the, bringing a coffee to me and not to the parents. And then when the cake came out, cake for all the children, oh, really? cake, 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 oh. none, none for the parents. Didn't That's... cake of any cake. Like she that... said, why are they here? You can go. Oh, yeah, we, we've got them. You can go. And no, they stayed. She was like, oh. um, we're not entertaining but that takes them. Some energy, that takes some energy to maintain that kind of front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly does. <laughs> now, aggressive, aggressive stance. I love it. I, I love now, it. I was like, do, I need to bring, do I need to bring some certification that my child's anaphylactic and it's probably best that I stay there just in case well, something happens? And I know oh. that that's, that's probably a different side to the story yeah. and what's not she, necessarily as funny. What's the, what's the Juzzy position on that? Does, she might, does we go get cake if he's got a she child might, yeah, No, you, like, you can stay. More than welcome to stay. You're just not getting any cake. Cake. cake I, look, I, kind of, I kind of feel the same way. I Look, I, fair. I think it's fair. Okay. I'm not saying I would treat people like that, but at the same time, I don't. I wouldn't begrudge anyone who treated me like that. I'll put it that way. That would yeah. be my stance on it. I'm, I'm more than happy oh. to give someone some coffee and cake. That's not a drama. After If the kids have all had some, everyone's had something, I think Knock it would look, I don't I really know. like I th- cake. I think it would yeah, be no, the sorry. thing. Is, go on, go on, buy a cake on your way home, Dad. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Matt, I know you. Yeah. You would have been looking around at their faces while Juz was hand- deliberately handing cake out to other people and then skipping past them. No, it was Juz's mum. His mum. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. I, I, I was watching their face. Are you suggesting I was watching with Glee just to see how they would react? 
No, just knowing, uh, like, I just want to know what kind of whether visible reactions. I'm saying your Werner Herzog interior monologue. Oh, without a doubt, I was like, it was fantastic. They were just like confounded, and they were just like, oh, maybe they didn't see me. Like you could see them (laughs) reach for it, and as it just went straight past them. Uh Or they, you know, they, I I can't remember. Maybe it was just here is the the cake is brought out for the kids. Here's a slice, here's a slice, here's a slice. And then she removed the cake before the oh, parents had yeah, a chance what, to That get was going to be my next question. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Some people would have come and said, oh, any cake left? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, she whipped that cake out of the way <laughs> oh. so there was no way to get it. I don't know if I'd ask for cake, but I'd definitely take it if it was offered Exactly to right. So and that was how she saying, played like, it. That's know, why yeah. it, was, it was more passive-aggressive in, in that yeah. now you have to ask for cake. Oh, did anyone ask? And uh, you're not going to do it. Yeah, wow. I don't think anyone asked for cake. Oh, that's incredible. Imagine being the person uh, that asked for cake and got denied. No, no, no. Yeah. You'd only, so, you don't need <laughs> ask if it was still on the table. If they would yeah. get away, then yeah, that's That triggers cool. my anxiety. You like, know, Buckland, anyone anyone that is going to ask for cake yeah. is going to ask for cake whether it's there or not. Like that's, <laughs> Do you think? They just really want cake. I understand, I understand the desire for cake. I'm saying that the, taking it off the table, removing it from sight is a pretty clear message. Yeah, and quickly. Kids, but all what I'm cake, saying is that someone that wants a piece of cake has no social, um, has no capacity to understand that the cake being put away <laughs> means, not means that cake. they don't get cake. I think you're. I think, <laughs> well, I think you're they do. We can... general. I think you're generalising <laughs> cake fanciers there a bit too much with broad brushstrokes there. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. You were saying something. No, that's okay. <laughs> All right. How's that yeah. uh, homemade wine going? <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, he's, he's trying this. He's going. This stuff. We're, we're into the second bottle, so it's 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 some good stuff. It, it's very very fruity. I've got to say, Ooh, uh, very very fruity. It's, it's quite delicious. Yeah. It's really sun, is it sunraysia fruity? Absolutely. Um, All right. What about? Have we had enough for kids' birthday parties? What about family car trips? That was another topic Ooh. that was thrown up there. <laughs> I've had a couple recently, a couple of um, family car trips, one uh, which was five and a half hours and one which was about two and a bit. Now, strangely enough. Why are you getting so many holidays? Oh, they just get planned and I just have to show up. Oh, right. um, That's welcome to Wiggins' life. (laughs) The strangely enough. I feel like the home trip is better than the, like the the going there is always more stressful than the going home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you don't know if you've forgotten anything. You're sitting there the whole time going, oh, fucking have I got to the, oh, where's the EpiPen? Oh, I've got to. Yeah. But oh, what about the traffic? If we don't get there on time, we don't got to. Whereas you're going home, you're going home home to your house with your family. No one else. You know exactly what to expect. Do you often holiday with the baldy man, Rich? (laughs) (laughs) Quite regularly, yes. (laughs) If only. Get my Hamlet cigars and people will know who the baldy man is, won't they? (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Canadian listeners, did you have the baldy man in Canada? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. The drive home, yes. Drive home is always easier. Now, what is the preferred? Who gets to who gets to um, do the playlist in the car? Is it the driver, 
Is it the passenger? Do the kids get a say in the playlist? What mm. happens in the car in, in, in that regard? See, Good question. we've got a bit of a – our kids are incredible in the car and so we're incredibly blessed and fortunate and everything else because of that, especially considering we do quite a lot of long trips. So, and this is the thing, like during the year we do very, very minimal travel and then all of a sudden we'll drag their asses for, you know, 25 hours straight driving and they just have to deal with it. So they're incredibly adaptable, but they're also, we've, 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 we, we, we have succumbed to the screens and I'm in two minds about it. Like, I think that at the end of the day, fuck it. Like they can sit and they can watch. We've got like just, um, quite crappy DVD players. Like, you know, it's not like they're sitting there playing games or anything like that. They're just watching movies and TV shows. And we what kind of... a great of way to and- educate them on movies, though. You know what I mean? Oh, well, like, this is yeah. it. Like, you know, we, we, we put a couple of classics on there and then they've got their crap that they're loving to watch at the moment. Mind you, there's some good some good little animations going on at the moment. But anyway, um, they're... But they're Boy um, Hanson animation series coming out. You might want to... I can't wait for that. That sounds phenomenal. You heard about is that? Is Craig Kelly going to be in there as well? <laughs> Uh, no, but there was a no. I'm not going to go into that. Extremely, <laughs> extremely topical and irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> won't bother with that. Sorry, mate. Yeah, right. Let's get back to but, the um, baldy man. But yeah, so <laughs> but I, I miss car games. This is my big thing to parents at the moment. Is so many kids are coming to school with no language, and I'm not talking about oh they're not being read to. They're not being spoken to, and so having that opportunity to talk to your child for hours on end, it sounds ridiculous and it's annoying and I know that it's boring and, and giving kids the opportunity to be bored yeah. as well, I think are really important things. And it sounds kind of nihilistic and kind of a bit dickhead kid <laughs> who had to put up with it, driving in a Dado 180B with no air conditioning and a cassette tape, which would run out of uh, power after about an hour and a half <laughs> when you were barely past Newcastle when you're on the way to Broken Hill for 12 hours. And being resentful of your kids sitting getting sitting in the back of the car and watch movies for hours on end. But it's not just that. There's that was, actually that was some good processing of uh, yeah. past traumas there, Ellis. So I'm, yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You're in a safe I just, space. I just I just think that there's I, I and so we, we do kind of do the restrictive. We do kind of a couple of hours on, a couple of hours off. Well be Ellis, a bit bored, have Ellis, a bit of a chat. I, I'm here to to help you out in this regard. Yeah. Because I've got awesome. a couple of couple of great car games. Two great car games which I think someone posted something online and I thought, oh, I'll give them a go with the kids and they just work gangbusters. Okay. Um, The first one is uh, world's leading expert um, Mm -hmm. where you pick a member of the family and you introduce them by saying, we are very blessed today to be joined by the world's leading expert in, and then you make up a random topic. Nice. And then they... Present as if they are experts in that field. And sometimes it'll be like, you know, whales. And so they'll talk about whales. But sometimes it'll be like, where, what, how come you lose socks? And then they have to be, yeah. Tariffs. (laughs) Yeah. 1970s uh, oil crisis. You know, like whatever you want to do. Trade embargoes. Trade embargoes. And then they have to go. They have to just talk about it as if they're experts. And the, the, the odder the topic, the better it gets. And it, it, it starts off pretty limited, but I, working with, you know, doing it with both my kids, 
um, the more we did it, the longer the explanations went and that yeah. they start fielding oh, questions. One. So do you, fielding, you, I was going to say, do you kind of ask, is it, is it set up like a bit of an interview scenario? Like you sit down and you ask them, do you promote that kind of, rather than just leaving them to it? Are you yeah, no, like especially if they're struggling like a bit, like, yeah. then yeah, yeah, you know, like, well, all right, we're going to throw it open for some questions and then it just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> so there's that one. The other one is, um, I don't know. I can't remember what we called it, but it's basically that fucking shits me. Um, but obviously changing it for your children's, uh, which is a similar thing where you go, right. So that fucking topic- annoys me instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So your topic is trees. Yeah. Like, yeah, this this trees. And so you have to yeah. talk about trees and all the things that are annoying about trees. Negative things about trees. And then mm. they just go and go on there. And, and that's another one which starts off and they might, do it a bit and then they get into it jacarandas yeah oh, jacarandas don't get me started. that's what it's called don't get me jacarandas don't get me started so so you say all right jack yeah and everyone has to do everyone has to start by like so you say right go about jacarandas and don't go, get me started oh, on don't jacarandas. get me started on jack and then they go so they're two that's excellent a podcast games. idea right there yeah I don't get me going, started you get the car trip that's great get me started is a great podcast name yeah, oh. bags it. <laughs> oh, all right, you're gonna you're Damn gonna it. do Ellis that. Got it. You're gonna do that when? <laughs> I, I, look, I finished my masters and yeah. I'm not on class. I'm do living it. alive. All right, living alive. Ooh, yeah, we we play games uh, as well. I'm gonna have a crack at those games because they're great. Uh, we play the old Ice Spy, which is obviously a favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, we play Last Letter. Where oh, yeah. you where oh, you got to yes. um like let's pick pick a genre like animals and then I'll say badger and then he's got the next person's going to say yeah dead yeah. rabbit I mean yeah. rabbit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only kind we know um yeah so there's there's that and there's you know my kids obviously- are obsessed with twenty questions like we sit around and it's mm. kind of a bit embarrassing and because. You know, Georgie's three, and he's, he's he's gunning it. Like he absolutely understands how to play the game. He does a really good job, and he he comes up with one. You, you kind of sit there going, "Oh, does he really know what he's doing?" And then he comes <laughs> out with the, exactly what he's talking about. You're like, "Holy shit! How did you know that?" Like you know, he answers all the Unreal. questions absolutely perfectly. So you know, there's some really good like that that kind of as I say, spending. I think devoting a bit of time to a bit of everything in the car trip is really important. Yeah, Wiggins, what's your what's your go to games? And hang on, hang on, I'm still going. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> the other one was, and th- this might be one that you all might enjoy. It's pretty simplistic. The story game where you know everyone just says one word. Start a create a story. Everyone just says one word, and the next person's got to say the next word. Dot dot dot. Ah. It started out, you know, when the kids are a bit younger, being kind of a bit funny and weird. But now these days it's just, you know, countdown till someone says poo, bum, <laughs> nutsack, you know. If it works on me, Buckland, it's true. Uh, how good, how good <laughs> is yeah. nutsack as a so, <laughs> It's still good, yep, yep. <laughs> Buckland, is it your wife that introduces nutsack into that particular <laughs> game? Is that the... Uh... <laughs> That and I any other game. Put my <laughs> dead rabbit <laughs> nutsack. Yeah. So that, usually that was his name. That's the name of the rabbit. Yeah. But usually you can get you know you take ten words and under usually until turds <laughs> oh, or whatever or, or farts or whatever were mentioned. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those over unders are pretty good, Wiggins. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we go. Do you, do you have car games? Well, we introduced kids trivia on one of the um, on one of the longer trips, and that gets requested um, quite a lot. And but the thing with that is, is that you have to you've got to allow because we've got an age group of you know like Rosie was four when we introduced it, so there's a real you know four to 11 at that yeah. stage. Mm, um, stop having kids. You'll make the games easier to play in the yeah. car. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> or at least group um, them closer together. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. So there's a lot of I Spy. Um, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a lot of kids trivia. That, that, that's the one that, that really engages them the most for the longest period of time. It's fun. Yeah, right. It's trivia, yeah. right. Have you tried any of the kids' podcasts? Like old short and curly's pretty good. Definitely recommend no. that one for the kids. Really, really recommend that one. It's really good. There's some really good ABC Kids podcasts. Yeah, so, they're, um, they're, is they're competing with them. No, nah, they're like they're 15 minutes. Long. They're perfect. Like 15 minutes long is a nice little break it up type thing, and yeah. really interesting topics, and give you some really good little insights. And there's um, what's the other? What's the other? There's another one where they do some um, kind of more. Short and curly is the kind of philosophical issues, and there's another one which does kind mm. of kid sciencey type stuff. Ooh, there's um, one called yeah, Science on that re- Dylan used to listen to is really good. Yeah, there's some really good kids podcasts, so give those a crack as well. Okay, know. we had done some um, Audible uh, with some Roald Dahl, which oh, yeah. was good. Oh, cool, cool. George's yeah. um, marvelous medicine, outstanding, outstanding. <laughs> Well, look, we're a fair way into this episode and Monty hasn't shown up, so I'm going to have to go ahead and guess that he's not coming, which pretty much knackers the last bit that I had planned. But yep. um, we can crush some dreams. Oh, yeah, yeah crush some dreams crush for some us. Dreams. So hang on, is this is this Christmas-related dreams? Well, it's kind of Christmas. It's a bit everything-related. But the reason that I came up with the thought was... Sitting around the dinner table and having my absolutely wonderful, adorable, gorgeous six-year-old sing like she was being pulled through a bandsaw and saying, <laughs> oh, I see. I'm going to be a singer when I grow up. Right. And, and, and she comes, to be fair, she comes up with songs and she's got some incredible lyrics, but white bitch can't sing <laughs> and it's just that thing of you know at what point do you let a child know that this isn't going to happen for you like obviously at six that's probably a little bit yeah i was gonna to, say to like crushing me- singing dreams but she's pretty adamant that she's going to become a singer when she's old and i keep saying to her oh you write some great songs maybe you'll be a famous songwriter and she's like yeah and singer i said yeah but mainly writing the songs for people is probably <laughs> yeah. where you're going to be at but it kind of it made me think about at what point, and as a teacher, I obviously see this a lot as well, is at what point does the Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, it's incredibly difficult for me to talk. I forget about the fact that you, when I mention the Tooth Fairy and I say, you know, oh, some people still believe in fairies. And they go, yes, of course we do, the Tooth Fairy. And I'm like, oh, yes, uh, of course. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. they ask about unicorns and you're like, 
And you're like, oh, no, they're just made up. Like the fairies. That's stupid. And, and they're like, <laughs> and like Santa Claus isn't. No, of course he's not. No, made he's up. fine. Oh, I misspoke. And it's like yeah. it's that kind of thing. You've got to be on your game all the time. I don't. But, I don't know. I don't know about um, Stuart and Wigo here, but once Violet felt, uh, like worked out that uh, you know all of that stuff's not real, I you sort of get a bit lax with. The I youngins. found with the younger, the younger one, I'm kind of just like, yeah. oh, I'm not, I'm not watching myself. Like, you know, like they, they want, what do you want for Christmas? So blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, I reckon we can get that. And then you're like, oh okay. If you're paying attention, that was a pretty clear indication there. Oh, the amount of times oh, I've been hit on, keep by up, saying keep stuff up. like that. Yeah, um, where I'm like, am no, I doing I, that on purpose? Am I, I encouraging it so then we're done with it? I'm more so because, you know, I'm so paranoid that. Owen's gonna say something that yeah stops it for Dylan that I'm I've I've doubled down on being extra careful. So I'm probably the opposite okay. to So how old's Dylan now? He's ten? Just turned oh. ten, yeah. Just turned ten, yeah. So see, is ten around the age you think that things start to lose their luster? I, childhood I'm, starts to it's the beginning of the end of childhood, so to speak. I'm, um, I'm he's twelve and yeah. I'm pretty sure he still believes in Santa. Yeah, I, I reckon high school's the kind of cutoff point for all this kind of stuff. I, um, I, particularly- was, I think it depends on your kids. Like, yeah, like Violet was always questioning everything anyway, so mm. she was. I I thought she would have gone earlier than she did. Whereas Noelle is more philosophical, and she has actually said things like, "I think Santa's real if you believe in him." I think that's how it works. Yeah. But yeah. also okay. I'm talking okay. I'm talking in terms of, you know, what you say to your kids as well. Right, though. right, right. Uh, in, you know, um, Tilly's singing. You could probably but don't need to uh, give comment on likelihood of career success. Yeah, until... the world will crush her dreams. You don't need to. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. their job. But, but, but this is it. I'm, you... I'm trying to soften the blow. No, no, no. You're not going to make it worse. It. She's going to carry that with her. No, no, no. Yeah, do it. Do it. Because the, the, the pain of you telling her now that she's no good at it yeah. will be significant. But the pain of you trying, like, uh, of someone else in year seven or eight making fun of her because she's not good at something would be more. So wait until then. And if she's still adamant she wants to be a singer then, and yeah. it's still awful. Ellis, then- also that's that's a oh, bit of da- that's a bit of dad ego that you've got, I reckon. <laughs> oh, it will be. It's that's a bit the- of it's, it's dad ego. That, you've got dad ego because you what you're thinking is that somehow she's going to thank you for. Breaking her dreams. Yeah. No, 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 for no. Softening it. Thank I'm you, just... Dad, for softening my my fall into reality. At five, that's, six, where are at we? Six, at six. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. She's going to <laughs> harbor a hateful grudge against you forever and prove you wrong, and then you can yeah. say, "Well, I prove I, I gave her yeah. the impetus to do better." Well, I don't prove me wrong. <laughs> that's right. Prove me wrong, kids. I, I don't know. Right. I think I just whatever, just leave it. They, it'll she'll change her mind in a year. Yeah, things she'll will peter out. Look, I'm well aware of that. I, but I'm, I wanted I'm just, to be you know, a marine biologist. I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to be a footy player. I was pretty much changed year by year. Yeah, I was going to say, so. are you George Costanza? What's going on here? <laughs> marine biologist and architect. <laughs> that's amazing. That's exactly. Before, before that, yeah, um, that's yeah. great. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. I wanted to write just, a sitcom. Um. <laughs> Not quite as good as my brother who wanted to be like a nature reserve ranger one year and then the next year wanted to be a butcher. Um, <laughs> it's a touch on the disparate side, those two things. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of, there's, there's a certain... <laughs> and this is what oh, this is what I'm asking for, for the advice. What are you, like, what are you worried about, Ellis? I don't understand. What, what, what are you, do you worried need, about? Why do you need to tell her now? Yeah, what do you, what is the concern or, or what do you, why what's the benefit of telling her now? Is it just that you're sick of listening to it? <laughs> uh, that's 90% of it, but yeah, it's also, I get that. I, I'm 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 concerned. No, I, like no, in all seriousness and when I say that, I of course mean no seriousness whatsoever. <laughs> um, no, there is a concern that I don't want her making a fool of herself. Like, okay, oh, suppose, Ellis, like, you know, come on now. That's Ellis, you're talking not, to us. This isn't from, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Know, you're talking to <laughs> us. I know. And this is no, no, but this is the thing. Like, she is an amazing performer. Like, you know, she's uh, hilarious and she gets up and does, you know, crazy dances and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've got no dramas with her making a dick of herself. Yeah. But being a self aware dick, I think, is. What makes being a dick funny? Like, yeah, but know, she's you, yeah. You, you've got to give it at least five years, Ellis. You're going way too early. I know. I think, I think know. if you're going to I'm tell aware. her that she's what awful, I want to know, like you know, yeah. If you're going to tell her that she's awful at singing and that she should just be a little more aware of that, then do it as she's entering high school because that's the time when people are going to be really hurtful and nasty. Sorry, I'm going to interject. Kind of, it'll meld into the background. Ellis, I've you've just you've just I've got a repressed memory that's just bubbled to the surface. So this will help you. <laughs> Did out. you want to be a singer, Rich? Is that the problem? And no, no, to... no. This is when I was in year, when I was in year three. I was in the school oh. choir, yeah. and I was a terrible singer. Right. So the head, the teacher that was running the choir, came and told me not to sing so loudly. Oh, right. So th- yeah. that was made very clear to me then. Uh, that back maybe, in the maybe, mix. Yeah, maybe don't yeah. maybe don't sing, I, uh, I think, sing look, so I much. Think I think look, there's probably a bit of that kind of thing there because there are some quite musically talented people in the family, and I've completely missed out on all of that. Yeah, and but so are you taking you, away? You, you, you do a pretty good version of the Rose at karaoke night. We know that. Like, don't yeah, sell yourself. Paranoid short. Android hey, is, is the, 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 the legendary bet count though. Let's face let's face facts. Yeah, um, but what Ellis? Here you go. This is this is the problem. If you if you tell her she can't sing, what you're actually doing is taking away her joy. Don't do that. I know, and this is the thing. Like you know, and I, I think this is a. It's probably. I'm not trying to tell her. Okay, I'm not planning on telling her. This isn't the thing. My thing was is how long do you let that conception fester for that I might be good at something before you. I think, honestly, I think think when money is involved, I think when she's saying, can I have singing lessons and I need to go to camp? And and then you go, oh, I can't afford that. Okay, cool. That sounds, see, that's the answer. Just give me the answer, all right? Don't try and coach me out of this bullshit. I'm aware. What's wrong with my answer? Wait until people are really going to hurt her feelings about it and then tell her. Oh, because because (laughs) no money, she'll understand. can get in early. Right. (laughs) You can get in early. Okay. All I have to do is. Is rub my fingers together and she go, ah, oh, the tax, ah, oh, the taxes. That's why, yeah, that's why I can't yeah, see. Right. That's right. Well, I could have been a great performer. My dad couldn't afford to send me yeah, this right. yeah, right. because of the taxes. Ah, yeah. oh, the taxes. So, yeah, the teachers oh. don't get paid enough. Yeah, man. teachers that's don't get paid. Right. The heroes, oh. etc. Yeah. Finally, we had a liberal government in, and we pay less taxes. <laughs> exactly. Oh, of the taxes. All right. Uh, uh, 
I have a question for you. You might have an answer or not. I don't know. I just wanted to throw it in there and see what happens. Now, we know a dad commandment is you must always acknowledge comedy no matter what the circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the opposite of that? What happens when your kid isn't funny? Ooh. When your kid's trying to be funny and it just falls flat? It's oh, probably, sim- oh, right. it's probably so, similar to breaking dreams here. So like, do you mean yeah, do you I mean when your thing. child isn't funny in general, or do you mean when they're attempting to be funny and it's not funny? Is I mean, I mean, if funny, what's the circuit? What scenario are we talking? Is it around the oh, dinner supplementary table? Supplementary, yeah, like around <laughs> the dinner table when they go on a like when they go on a run. Yeah, yeah. And the premise isn't quite one. there, and they're they're not hitting their marks. <laughs> you know, and and look, you know, they can the be funny. Your timing's all off. Your timing's um, yeah. off. Like yeah. you know, you know, they can be funny, and when they are funny, you give right. them. You know, Kudos for that. The, the reaction they deserve, you laugh. Well, the hard it. bit is like, yeah, when they're real, genuinely funny, then you laugh uh, yeah. because it's funny. But when it's not funny, then how do you convey? Well, you have to break the dad commandment. That's what you have to do. Like that's that is that's the point in time where you're actually doing them a favor. But are you breaking a dad commandment? Isn't the commandment that the commandment is acknowledge funniness when it's there? Mm-hmm. It's but not, is that yeah. other dads or is it? Any no, no, that's, no, no, any funny kids, scenario. Usually w- w- the reason it came about is if your kid's being naughty, but in the process of being naughty, they're funny. Yes. Yeah. Do, you pro- do you process the naughty part first or the funny part first and react to that? <laughs> that is you know? very, that is, a, that is the crux of my parenting right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying yeah. is this is, this is what, what's your parental responsibility when the opposite is true? They're not being funny. It's- they're trying hard. Are you like? Is the best parenting thing to, to do to just kind of awkwardly kind of you know toy with your potatoes? Buckland, and- as as the recipient of many of your pity laughs over the years, um, <laughs> I can honestly say that they'll they'll cotton onto it pretty soon. So all right, I with your pity laughs with your face. Here's, I can't I can't bring myself to pity <laughs> laugh though. If the jokes are awful, that bad. Yeah, I want to know. Well, do I mean? You can, I'm not asking. You can, I'm not. I'm not saying. Do I fake laugh? What I'm saying is, do I just sit there and ignore it, or do I say? That, <laughs> do you that tell did, them they can't? That sit, didn't hit. That did not. That did not hit the mark, son. that's fair enough. If you want to be a, a, an excellent parent, you workshop it. That didn't hit the mark. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you're looking at try again. Blah, blah, blah. Try All again. Right. Go again. Try What's this a better time. pun? My daughter loves yeah. a good pun, and sometimes she'll yeah. say a pun and be like, "Nah, what yeah. else? What yeah. else you got? What? How could? What else could you come up? Come with? back to me. Yeah. yeah. And then she comes but, up but with also, a I'm like, there you go. Now you now you're onto something. There's also the thing of I want to I want to give it room to move, right? Because Owen room Owen especially that's, is that's a good that's a good phrase. Is a protagonist of the old um, "do it long enough and it'll come back round to being funny" oh, uh, trope? Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. yep, yep so, yep. Um, so I don't want to cut it off too short in case it comes back round to being funny. But you know, I also don't want to be a bad parent letting him run on bad comedy ideas. So yeah, that is See, tough, isn't it? That is oh. bad parenting. <laughs> so you, you, your timing is just as important as his timing. Correct. So parenting timing influences the comedy timing. timing. I think we should probably remind you at this point, Buckland, that Maddie and I are mandatory reporters, so we <laughs> have a legal obligation to inform the authorities if you're 
neglecting your child. And if you're oh, allowing poor comedy to proceed, then <laughs> well, we if might your parenting to... timing is so off. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you teach this that? Is... Like timing's timing. You can't teach timing, really. Of course you can teach timing. It's just not as funny. <sighs> oh, cool. Well, that's then then what are you teaching? How do you teach timing? You pause, learn beat, silence, pause, silence. beat, pause, beat, beat, like, beat, beat. But timing isn't just pauses. Otherwise, Wigo would be the funniest person <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I don't think I've clapped on a podcast, Ray. That was amazing. Well done. Sorry. 80% Sorry. pauses. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we go. I just had a pop at we go there. It's been a it's been a long joke of ours that uh, that his pauses can be hectic sometimes. As someone who edits a podcast, I, I usually cut him down. But uh, sorry, we go. I'm sorry. Oh no, not at all. That's amazing. Yeah, that was great. Oh, so you can't teach that. You can't teach that. I think you can. You've got to you've got to show them. You've got to you know get them um, exposed to good comedy. That's the teaching part of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Look. <laughs> I, I I feel that I can progress with this. I just I just wanted to put it out there as a very like, good question. I, very, that's, a, that I've had. that's an excellent question. I'm going to be thinking about that much much longer than this podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, we'll come back next year. You might have thought mm. about it some more. We'll talk about it some more. Uh, well, look, you know what, fellas, this is the point in the podcast where I would have asked Monty, had he been here, what he's learned so far. And how he how he feels that his dad journey has progressed over the course of the podcast this year. So, unfortunately, I'm going to, have to throw it open to you guys. How do you guys feel about well, what you imagine Monty's learned for a start, and maybe what you've <laughs> learnt you learnt yourself? My concern, and um, I'm 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 going to be the negative Nelly here and the devil's advocate, and that's my role in pretty much everything in life. Is that going to tell us we're bad singers, everyone? (laughs) You're god awful, seriously. (laughs) You need to go. No, Um, we we, can't go on together. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) sorry. Yeah, Um, that we're that we're that we're feeding into the traditional dad tropes. We're talking golf. We're talking lawns. We're talking meat. And look, I'm not saying that they're not worthy things but i get a little bit concerned that we're not being as inclusive dads i'm not saying we need to be woke dads i'm not saying that at all but i'm just think that we need to understand that there are many colors to the dad rainbow oh, and right. allow all the dads to have their opportunity to shine so moving forward maybe we could explore some of those different options of, very fair comment we're being trope dads rather than real. We are being very trope dads. And, like, you know, I enjoy golf, but I wouldn't say I'm a golf, golf obsessive. I probably talk more about playing golf on here than I've ever talked to anyone about playing golf. Oh, so look, that's my I concern think, with the podcast. Oh, yeah. Do you think sorry. It's a dad vortex? No, I get that. But it's a dad echo be, chamber. Is that what's happening? Let's oh. <laughs> a little bit. Let's be clear, though. <laughs> golf isn't the focus. Being alone no, is not the focus. Yeah. Um, and oh, learn about and I think that was something that I reflected on as well. And that was the big the big takeaway from it was it had nothing to do with the actual sport. It was about the aloneness of dadness. And so, fair, yeah. fair enough. I think I should point out quickly too when we say that we're alone, we we we, we need the alone time. It is just like a bit of respite and a bit of kind of centering and so on. You know, if we take our desire for aloneness too far, it may just end up in us not 
being in a family anymore. We're walking around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so let's let's just be clear about what we mean about that. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's, yeah. That was my concern. I was I, I had a bit of a, a crisis of conscience sitting there the other day, going, "Are we giving good dad advice, or are we just kind of feeding into these, as I say, these well-established tropes and stereotypes of the the white Aussie dads playing their golf, eating, the, drinking their beer, and eating their meat?" And I don't think mm-hmm. that's what we're really about as dads. No, I would hate for anyone listening to this podcast to think that was all. No, was about. you know, we try and keep it light, but we. I know, yeah. But we can obviously, I'm more than happy to talk about anything on here. Matt or Ben, takeaways from from what you've heard? Something positive maybe? I just like <laughs> the fact that me doing, uh, uh, being super alone in a flotation tank has got everyone chasing oh. the dream to be Kurt Russell. That oh, is yeah, just the absolutely. I'm, I'm looking into it. Ben has already, we know. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Ben? That's what I'm getting for Christmas. Oh, ben. fantastic. You'll love it. Oh, great. Season yep. takeaways, Ben. <coughs> Pardon me, sorry. <laughs> There's no time for coughing. There's less I just than a got minute. all choked up. Yeah, well, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm just really glad that Monty got some very specific points that helped him during the birth of his child. Yeah, I think he may have been being that... polite, though. I don't know if he actually meant that we helped him or not. We're supposed to be being positive, Stuart. Sorry. So, <laughs> I think that I think the little things can make a big difference. And I think, and hopefully yeah. that that has for him. Awesome. All right, well, Monty, we're sorry that you're not here, but it's, it's I guess it's kind of apt for the Dad Pants podcast final episode for the season that you're being uh, a good dad and concentrating on your child instead of talking garbage with... And that is it for us for the year, a year that has obviously had the most significant change imaginable for Monty and Lindsay, becoming parents. It's it's so hard to describe the shift, I think, to people who want to have a child or are expecting a child. It's just such a significant gear change in the brain. A big thank you to all of you for listening um, and supporting, uh, following on social media, giving us reviews, etc. All that great stuff. We really appreciate it. So until next time we speak, dad on everybody, dad on. This is an Angry Chimp podcast. <laughs>